Hi there! In today's podcast, we will be discussing the chili pepper and how they eventually conquered the world. A little introduction about myself. My name is Angelica Lee. I am currently a third year student at Cal Poly Pomona and I am majoring in agricultural science. Hi everyone, my name is Donovan Colon and I'm a third year transfer student here at Cal Poly Pomona, majoring in urban and regional planning. First, we would like to start off with some background information on what a chili pepper exactly is and how they were first identified. The chili pepper belongs to the capsicum fruits and has been a part of our diet since 7500 BC. They are one of the oldest cultivated crops in the Americas and one of the first self-pollinating crops in Mexico, Central America, and parts of South America. Um, In one of the articles me and Donovan found, um, it was called A Brief History of Chili Peppers by Jody Ettenberg. Ettenberg talks about how chili peppers were first discovered and how they were spread to new areas. From the article, we learned that chili peppers were first discovered by Christopher Columbus. Um, Columbus first discovered these peppers on his voyage to the New World in 1496. Amongst his journey in looking for a new trade route to Asia and black peppercorns, Columbus came across what we know today as chili peppers. Columbus called his new findings chili peppers because they resembled a hot and spicy taste similar to black pepper. Columbus then took his new findings to Spain. From there, the Portuguese traders influenced their spread by cultivating and spreading chili peppers throughout Europe. Portuguese heavily influenced the spread of chili peppers because they are aware of their trade value as they similarly similarly saw and accomplished with black pepper. Later, the Portuguese traders brought chili peppers to Goa in India, where they were then able to spread to Asia and Africa. In another article me and Donovan uh, read and took some information from was How Chili Peppers Conquered the World by Francis Lamb. Uh, In this article, we read something interesting on the spread of chili peppers throughout Germany. Lamb discussed that even though chili peppers became popular in Europe, Germany did not really take to the peppers due to Protestant Reformation occurring simultaneously. This caused for Germany to not want to be involved with Spain and their new findings. Chili peppers became widely used and appreciated in Asia due to their already ongoing spice trade. When looking at Japan, even though Japan and Portuguese had direct contact with one another, chili peppers did not start off very popular in Japan as they did in China and Korea. Japan initially used chili peppers for decorative plants and in socks to keep their feet warm. Um, When looking at Peru, Peru has the highest cultivated capsicum diversity due to the introduction of all five species grown and consumed there. An interesting topic uh, one of the articles discussed was how chili peppers spread from different species or how they're spread from different species. The article questioned how different species spread the spicy seeds that are potentially dangerous to some mammals. We found that mammals taste things differently than the way birds do. Birds do not have the capsaicin receptors in their mouth, which um, the amount these receptors receive determines the degree of spiciness, so they can't really taste the spice. Birds are largely responsible for the spread of chili pepper seeds, whereas mammals don't really have um, too much of an impact because they have a greater taste in that degree of the receptors. Next, Donovan is going to share some information and background on the chili pepper itself. I apologize ahead of time for butchering any of these words, um, but let's get into it a little bit more specifically. So there are actually five domesticated species of chili peppers. 
those being capsaicium annuum, capsaicium frutescens, capsaicium chinese, capsaicium bacatum, and capsaicium pubescens. Of the five cultivated species, capsaicium annuum is most widely cultivated of the pepper species, and capsaicium uh, pubescens is the least known. They all share a single common ancestor that emerged about 16.8 million years ago. So chili peppers are small herbaceous annual plants that grow best in warm seasons. They're produced in a wide variety of different shapes, sizes, and colors. And the colors of these peppers are often important and determine the maturity of the fruit. Immature peppers are green, while mature peppers range anywhere from yellow to orange or even red. And as we read and learned from chapter 16 in our textbooks, the sweet to spicy taste of chili peppers comes from seven different alkaloids. Of the seven alkaloids, capsaicinoids is most dominant. In sweet peppers, there's a small amount of capsaicinoids and a larger amount in hot peppers. It is so potent that it can be tasted in concentrations as low as one part per million. It can also be utilized in multiple ways, such as how police use pepper spray and creams to relieve pain, arthritis, headaches, and more. The hottest chili pepper known today is Naga Holikia, um, which is also known as the ghost pepper. Chili peppers are also a great source of vitamin C. The human body needs approximately 90 milligrams of vitamin C each day, and just one pepper can fulfill the human daily requirement. Another article by Alti Arnensen, titled Chili Peppers 101, Nutrition Facts and Health Effects, talks about the many varieties of chili peppers, like cayenne and jalapenos, and talks not only of chili peppers' primary use as a spice, but also how they have been used for many different health benefits. Chili peppers are rich in various vitamins and minerals. Some of these are vitamin C, vitamin B6, vitamin K1, which is essential for blood clotting and healthy bones and kidneys, potassium, copper for strong bones and healthy neurons, and vitamin A, specifically in red chili peppers, which are high in beta carotene, which your body later converts into vitamin A. Not only are chili peppers a rich source of capsaicin, which makes your food taste spicy, but they also contain capsanthin with its powerful antioxidant properties that may fight cancer, and lutein, which is linked to improved eye health. But overall today, chili peppers are used for pain relief in muscle ease or pain relief gels, and even in weight loss by reducing your appetite and increased fat burning. Although these two health benefits have not gone without question. Even though capsation has been linked to several health benefits, as well as other adverse effects in promoting weight loss or relieving pain when consumed regularly, chili peppers are probably not very effective when taken on their own. This desensitization effect does not seem to be permanent, and one study noted that the pain relief effects of capsation in heartburn patients reversed just one to three days after capsation consumption stopped. And not all studies found capsation to be effective for weight loss. One study observed a significant reduction in appetite and calorie intake only in those who do not regularly consume chilies, 
and other studies saw absolutely no significant effects on calorie intake or fat burning. Perhaps it would appear that regular consumption of chili peppers or capsaicin supplements may aid weight loss when combined with other healthy lifestyle strategies. Lastly, me and Donovan would like to share some fun and interesting facts about chili peppers that many of you might not know. So when you eat a chili pepper, many believe that the second bite is a lot hotter than the first bite. And this is because people think the seeds are the spiciest part, but they're actually not. It's actually the flesh near the seeds that is spicy and makes your tongue feel like it's on fire. Did you know that Chili Day is celebrated on the fourth Thursday in February on the grounds that hot food is most needed in a cold month? Another interesting fact is that many people believe eating a chili pepper can help relieve a stuffy nose. So the capsaicin that is found in the chili peppers, which determines the degree of spiciness, they can also be used to help unblock your sinuses. They have been found to help open things up in your nose and relieve congestion. They also keep your mucus very thin and lower your chances of a sinus infection. And just as a general rule of thumb, the smaller the pepper, the hotter it is. Overall, it was interesting to learn about the chili pepper and how it basically evolved in different areas of the world and where people preferred it and where people didn't and for specific reasons, not because they didn't find it useful or tasty. It's because it had to do with this. It had to do with Spain and not wanting to be a part of them. So they had they didn't want anything to do with the peppers. I personally like spicy food, so I'm a fan of chili peppers. What do you think, Donovan? I really like chili peppers. Um, I would definitely say they're a staple of my diet usually. Um, and it was pretty fun to sit here and do all this research and kind of learn more about them. Um, it was also ironic just because I actually ended up doing the spicy chip challenge maybe about a week ago. Um, it was not very fun. Um, and I learned a lot about the burning sensation and capsaicin. Um, but yeah, it was uh, a lot of fun. And I hope you guys enjoyed listening to our podcast. Thank you.